0: The only solution to world problems is true education, yet it cannot be found in the classroom. Learn how true education can be obtained and how it will soon change every human life. Next, on The Key of David with Gerald Flurry.
1: Greetings, everyone. Is it possible that false education can cause us to hate life? Well, it did King Solomon. And uh, he learned the hard way about what is true and what is false education. And at this time of the year, of course, we're always talking about colleges and universities and uh, and education. And so I think it's a time, good time, to speak about education. Our civilization truly is at stake. Herbert Armstrong had three ambassador colleges, liberal arts colleges, and he said the future welfare and even the existence of civilization is dependent on the educational system. He said that in December 1965. So the existence of our civilization is at stake, so what could be more important than True education, making sure we have the kind of education that builds a strong civilization. I want to show you that what true education can do. Solomon had to learn that the hard way, but notice what he said here's the wisest man who ever lived as far as possessing knowledge, and certainly. Uh, an ample amount of understanding. But he learned a vital lesson from uh, doing it the hard way, the difficult way. Proverbs 8, verses 10 and 11 says, Receive God's knowledge, it should be God's knowledge, rather than choice gold. Now, in other words, if you get the right kind of knowledge, God says it's worth more than choice gold. But how many people would really believe that? If you could just get some TONS of choice gold rather than godly knowledge and wisdom and understanding, which one would you choose? Now this is God speaking through Solomon, of course. But then notice Proverbs 3 and verse 13, Happy is the man that finds wisdom, and the man that gets understanding. Well, that's pretty exciting. God says if you have true education, it will make you happy. He's not talking about some hoax. God means every word that He says and every word in the Bible that is properly translated. True education makes us happy. False education, well, it, it can make us hate. Life. Hate life and even hate other people and hate God as well. That's what false education can do. So, what could be more important than true education? Proverbs 4 and verse 5 and 7 and 8 it says this Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not. Wisdom is a principal thing, therefore, get wisdom, and with all you're getting, get understanding. He's talking about God's wisdom, God's understanding. And how many uh, people have these two ingredients today? Godly wisdom and godly understanding is what he's talking about. Exalt her, and she shall promote you, she shall bring you to honor when you do embrace her. That's what Solomon says. Now, he had to learn that the hard way. But he wasn't just looking for, let's say, mental knowledge or a life of accomplishment. He wanted to know the, what the goals and results were of true education or false education. He tried that. And he put education to the test and He wants us to know which is which, because it brought a hatred toward life to him when he got into false education, something we all have to think about. This uh, man was the wealthiest man around, and he said, Vanity of vanities, all is vanity, so what does man gain by his toil? He asked. In Ecclesiastes 2 and verse 1, notice what it says there, I said to myself, Come now, I will make a test of pleasure, enjoy yourself. But behold, this also is vanity. Then he says, I made great works, I built houses and planted vineyards for myself. I made myself gardens and parks. Planted in them all kinds of fruit trees. I bought male and female slaves. I had also great possessions of herds of flocks, more than any who had been before me in Jerusalem. I also gathered for myself silver and gold and the treasure of kings and provinces. I got singers, both men and women, and many concubines, man's delight. So I became great and surpassed all who were before me in Jerusalem and whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep from them. I kept my heart from no pleasure." I mean, he took every pleasure that you can imagine and tried it, wanted to know if that would make him happy. Now, what was the result? If you look at Ecclesiastes uh, 1 and verse 13, he said he gave his heart to seek and search out all things. And he said, This sore travail has God given to the Son of Man to be exercised therewith. God just lets them exercise that. Go ahead. If you don't want to listen to me, go ahead, try it, and see what it does. Now, of course, God doesn't want us to do that. Then I considered all that my hands had done and the toil that I had spent in doing it, and behold, here's the conclusion behold, all was vanity and a striving after wind. All that effort and all of those pleasures, everything he, he desired, he got it. And he said it was like a handful of wind, like you can reach out and Get that, anybody can have that. It was just a handful of wind. That's an amazing thing. You can have all of what the world is really seeking right now, in many, many cases, most cases, and yet it isn't bringing them happiness. What is it bringing them in most cases? Well, verse 17. Notice this. Here's what Solomon said. This is Ecclesiastes 2. All was vanity and a striving after wind. There was nothing to be gained under the sun. Then he concluded So I hated life because what is done under the sun was grievous to me. For all is vanity and a striving after wind. That's what it's like. You want to go the way of Solomon? You want to try that way? And let me tell you, this, this, this world, especially the Western world, is following Solomon's example here of false education in too many cases, almost all of them. But just think of a lifetime struggle thinking and trying to figure out well, uh, what, what, kind of, what can I accomplish in life? What should I accomplish? What should I understand? Well, he looked back on his life and he says, It's just like a handful of wind. That's amazing that man has not learned about putting materialism above everything. God says, If you seek first the kingdom, all these things will be added. I'll give them to you. If you'll seek first the kingdom, Matthew 6 and verse 33. But it's all vanity if you go the way of Solomon did here. Just a handful of wind. And Mr. Armstrong, in his early life, met all kinds of millionaires, bankers, millionaire industrialists, famous merchants, well known statesmen. He found that their apparent success never satisfied them. They never found real happiness. Now, he found that out personally from knowing these men. But what is the great purpose of God? What does God want from us? Why can't we have peace in the world? God says we should have. Why can't we have peace in our marriages? God says He He, He, Will give it to you and tells you how to gain it through true education. And all about family and making it a peaceful, happy, joyful family. If you do it God's way. And it will, of course, take you into the very family of God for all eternity. That's where it leads. But if you look at college students today, what should their purpose be? Do they have the true values? Do they really have the true values, or are they just getting a materialistic education, learning how to make a living, but not how to live? And oh, what a difference there is between the two! If only we can understand that! How to live! Oh, you get that from true education. You never hate life if you love true education. You never do. False education makes life something you hate. You're not happy. Sometimes you're really miserable. Why is that? There is a cause for every effect. God wants us to have the abundant life. He says that throughout the Bible an abundant life. I wish above all that you may prosper and be in health, John tells us. God teaches us how to live and how to love life. Solomon finally said at the end of this, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, and keep His commandments, for this is the whole man. Do you want to be whole? Do you want to be a whole man or a whole woman? Solomon learned the hard way. This is the only way. True education. Fear God and obey Him. And that is true education, the foundation of all education. That's what it amounts to. But we have to fear God. We have to fear him and do what he says. But if we don't want to do that, he lets us go. And look what we've created over 6,000 years. Look what we have done to this world. The number one problem we have today is that of human survival. There would be no flesh saved alive if Christ didn't come back and stop the madness that we're involved in right now because of false education after all that's that's where it comes from our educational systems something is terribly wrong with them and that's what god is telling us modern education talks about the scientific concept that uh, that is the theory of evolution that's what they call it A scientific concept, but it isn't really that. Evolution is a theory, and you can't prove it. You never will be able to prove it. It's impossible to prove it because it isn't true. So they know, they call it a theory of evolution and act like you're crazy if you don't believe that. It's a theory of false education, and really the foundation of it. They're saying, "Well, uh, look, we're in presence of a creation here without a creator." <laughs> Think about that. You mean we have all this creation and there's no creator? It just came from nothing? Does that make any sense? What kind of a theory is that? It's not true education. But that's what's taught in education today. What about the truth, and how about casting out the theories and base your life on something that is true and foundational, that it always works, and it will make you happy, will bring all kinds of blessings into your life? Let me show you another scripture here, Romans 1, verses 21 and 22 and 28 and 29. Let's look at that. Before those verses, let me ask you this. Do you know what the eternal God says about the ancient pagan philosophers who are accepted, followed, and taught in modern education? These philosophers that are ancient and pagan, and I'm telling you, they are taught what they believe are taught in modern education. God says so. Now, God lets us go ahead and do that. He said, Go ahead, just two trees there, make a choice. He says, Choose life. And, well, Adam and Eve cho- chose death, the way of death, and the way that's not going to take us into God's family. They just rejected the Spirit of God, what it amounted to. That's what the symbol of the tree of life is all about. But today, we don't look to that. We don't look to that tree of life. Notice what it says in these verses. Because that when they knew God, they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Well, now this is God's evaluation of our education overall. And he goes on to say, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, they ceased to teach anything about the true God, and they were given that understanding, a new revelation to them, and to disseminate any of His true revealed knowledge, well, that, that was not for them. And so it goes on to say, Well, God gave them over to a reprobate mind being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, verses 28 and 29, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity. They glorified themselves after God had given them the truth. They knew the truth, and they glorified themselves instead of God. God is the foundation of all of it. His creation is the foundation of all of it that pertains to us. He, he revealed the truth, and they chose their own system of false education, but primarily. This is what they did. But I'll tell you. Romans chapter 1 summarizes the origin of and history of the world system of education. That is what Mr. Armstrong said and it is the crux of all the world's problems today. Education. It our civilization depends on it. Its existence depends on it. So you have to try to get the whole picture. Mr. Armstrong would often talk about a tree. God uses a tree often to, to symbolize a nation, or it could be even the whole universe. Why so liken it to a tree? Try to get the picture down to where we can see the whole forest, but we all also have to understand something from a tree. Get into the details. He said the the tree should be viewed in its true perspective in relation to all other trees. One reason they cannot see the other trees is that they do not even see but a part of a small branch or a tiny twig. They focus the whole attention on this tiny detail, perhaps unimportant. Now, he said, I began years ago to train myself to see first the entire forest then the tree, and then to take into the scope of vision the whole tree, and to proceed in more detail from the roots and trunk to the major branches, then the smaller branches, and finally the twigs and leaves. That way, when I finally set attention to examine the smaller details, they are comprehended in their true perspectives and relationships. Now again, you see, you can you can teach yourself like Herbert Armstrong did to to see the big picture, to see the whole forest. You have to see that first, and then you bring yourself down to the tree, and you you've got the whole picture in mind. And so God says, "All right, you have these branches, you have these twigs, but you also have the roots, which is uh, likened to God. That's where life proceeds from the roots." And you could take that on up into the trunk of the tree. We are the branches, we're the twigs. Cut off the branch, cut off the twig, and you have nothing. Nothing but false education, if you're talking about education. The forest is God's creation, the whole universe is God's creation. It did not e- evolve from nothing. That makes no sense to, and it should never even be called a theory. Just a little proving can show you that. Just a little proof. God is the main trunk of the tree, the 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 roots, and Christ likened it to to branches on a vine. If you uh, if you cut cut off some of the branches from the uh, the vine. You don't produce grapes. There's nothing produced, no fruit. Cut off the vine and you cut off Christ. He talks about that in in the Gospel of John. That's a tremendous uh, understanding. Listen, today, if you will get your picture on the, let's say, the forest, get the big picture, you'll see that man is developing the machine, but He's degenerating MAN! He is doing that! And you can PROVE it! Look around at what's happening in your world! It's frightening! It's frightening! Our number one problem is that of human survival. Educators generally know that there are dangerous evils in our educational system. They know that. And they don't know what to do about it. Well, they should and they could. But uh, has anybody really, in this getting into evolution and that, has anybody ever proved the non existence of a supreme God? Absolutely, emphatically, no, they have not. But they go on believing evolution. Here we have this human mind, a godlike mind, a type of God's mind, that we should be developing in, this, in our education, and know who we are. Who am I, and why am I here? What is my purpose on this earth? And most people don't know that. They don't know who is God either. They should know and could know. But they don't. We have to really understand why we are here. What is our purpose? Why is man on this earth? That's where you, that's true education. We see God and we see His plan of developing man and building a family so that we can enter into the family of God forever. Until next week, this is Gerald Fleury. goodbye, friends.
0: The only solution to world problems is true education, yet it cannot be found in the classroom. Learn how true education can be obtained, and how it will soon change every human life. What is true education? So few know, yet crippling world problems prove how badly we need it. Request our free booklet, Education with Vision, to discover the origin of modern education and why it fails to develop the whole man. Understand why career training and book learning simply aren't enough. See the horrifying result of man's efforts to be educated without God's help. Study education with vision to learn the proper foundation for all knowledge acquisition. Through which lens should all knowledge be viewed, creation or evolution? You need to know. Discover how true education is all-inclusive. True education includes how you think, what you read and study both in and out of the classroom, your relationships with God and with other people, and your purpose for existence. Unlock practical tips for success in your lifelong educational journey. You can begin to receive an education with vision today. Also request our free booklet, The 7 Laws of Success. For thousands of years, humans have sought happiness through pleasures, yet some of the most successful people in history were also the most miserable. This ought to make us reconsider the definition of success. What is the point of success if it doesn't produce happiness? study the seven laws of success to unlock the vital law that so many successful people have overlooked, preventing them from achieving the ultimate success. You can be deeply satisfied with your life every single day, no matter what happens, but you must understand that true success transcends possessions. You can learn your purpose, solve your problems, gain lasting happiness, and inherit the greatest prize ever, all by applying the seven laws of success. You'll also receive a free copy of our reprint article, The Fraud of Evolution. Evolution is the foundation of modern education, but you can utterly disprove it. Once you discard evolution, the only other option is creation. And if humans were created, we must ask what our creator expects from us. Study the fraud of evolution to change your outlook on education. The truth will set you free. All our literature is available free of charge at no cost or obligation to you. Request education with vision, the seven laws of success, and the fraud of evolution. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. All our literature is available free of charge at no cost or obligation to you. Request Education with Vision, The Seven Laws of Success, and The Fraud of Evolution. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629.